0: Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, episode two hundred and five. This week we talk more about the foods being offered at Pixar Fest, and a strange and scary moment that VJ experienced during one of his meals. Spoiler alert: everything turns out fine, but you'll hear about what happened in the episode. Um, but as a teaser, I'll leave you with this question: What is the strangest thing that you've ever found? in your food leave a comment for us on instagram facebook or twitter you know we may read your answer in an upcoming episode plus we talk about a new event to preview pixar pier and why we're a little confused about it speaking of events a quick shout out and thanks to listener ashley who sent us a review of her evening at the second star wars night which you'll hear in this episode Remember that if you attend an event and want to share your thoughts, record them using the Voice Memo app on your phone and email them to comments at podcateers.com. This episode of Podcasters is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our podcast fairy godparents, but they like to call themselves the FGP squad. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 per month via Patreon. But if you sign up for a contribution of at least $5 per month, you will get the exclusive Fairy Godparent button as a thank you for your support. And if you would like a little more information about the FGP squad becoming a fairy godparent, head on over to podcateers.com FGP. You like ordering on Amazon, don't you? Did you know that you can help the podcast with just a few simple clicks before you place your next order? Consider starting that purchase by first going to podcateers.com Amazon on that page. You'll find a really large Amazon button that when you click it, it'll take you to Amazon using our special link. And anything that you buy during that trip may earn us a small commission from your purchase. Like I said, it's a great way to support the podcast with just a few extra clicks. And to everyone that's taking the time to do that, thank you very much for your contribution. Remember that if you're trying to find us on any of the social networks, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Just search for Podgeteers. On YouTube, you'll find us at YouTube.com slash and YouTube.com slash Disney42. If you haven't had a chance to check out some of the videos, we would love it if you took a moment to go over, subscribe, hit that like button, and make sure to ring that little bell icon for notifications so that you know when new videos are posted. More info on each of us can be found at podcasterscom team. The latest Disney for two vlog and our latest uh, post, which was the Pixar Monic Orchestra at California Adventure Dream Pixar Fest, will both be a part of this blog post. So you can go to podcuteers.com 205 to check those out. There will also be links there so that you can subscribe to the channels. Also, uh, just a couple of days after the release of this episode, we will begin to post every episode on YouTube. We're in the process of uploading episodes 190 through this episode onto the channel. And some are actually already live, including some of my favorite episodes, which was our interview with former Imagineers and Disney Legends, Bob Gurr and Rolly Crump. Plus, we have an amazing interview with the creative director of Marvel Entertainment, Brian Crosby. Those are available on the YouTube channel now, so you guys can go check those out. New episodes will still be released on Wednesdays for all of you that are already subscribed through the podcast app, so you don't need to do anything. But going forward, every Friday morning, we will also be posting that week's episode on the youtube channel for anybody that likes to consume their content through there so again make sure to subscribe ring the bell icon for notifications and all that good stuff all right it's time to jump into the episode but before i do i just want to say a quick thank you to all of you for taking a small portion of your day to hang out with us so thanks guys uh here is episode 205 of podcateers This is our podcast. We're a group of friends that loves Disney, technology, art, food, and more. This is Podcateers. I might be a little loopy, guys, because I'm not 100% completely back up and running from getting sick a week and a half ago. So I'm, I, I'm like hopped up on meds right now. So, Ooh. I mean, it, it could make for better conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it things all depends on how it trippy. you want to. What's Wait. that? I said things may get trippy. They might get trippy. Exactly. So it might make for better conversation. You never know. You had a chance to try the, the Coco Churro, right?
1: Yes, I did. How was it? The Churro, fantastic. The Diffie Sauce, not as Fantastic.
0: Everyone keeps saying that. That's What, what didn't, what Disney what didn't for you like said. about it?
1: It's, it's too spicy because it's you taste chili in every bite. Mm-hmm. When Abuelita, Abuelita chocolate is not supposed to have that. Um, yeah, that was thrown off. And by halfway through, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And I ate the churro by itself. Hmm.
2: For us, the sauce kept taking off the sugar or the cocoa off the churro. Every time we dip it, it, would, yeah. it wouldn't even really dip. <laughs> It oh, could really? be because no. we asked for extra sugar or extra cocoa. Mm-hmm. Um, so every time you dip it, it just fell right off. I was like, what is this? Scotchgard mm. sauce? Like, what's going on? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so is the dipping like sauce, is it served hot? Is that why it's taking all the sugar off? Because it's like melting it off? No. No.
2: It wasn't just like a normal like chocolate sauce, like fudge or anything yeah. like that. It was a little thicker. Hmm. Oh, ours, was, ours wasn't hmm. that spicy, though. But yeah, I, I
0: thought the churro just by itself was better just without the sauce. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a chance to try it yesterday. We were at the parks yesterday for a little while. I don't even know if I should tell you why because I, I'm almost positive I'm going to get flack for it from at least two of you.
3: Well, then you but should I was... definitely
0: say <laughs> it. <laughs> so I was at Downtown Disney in California Adventure yesterday for Pokemon Community Day. Nerd! And the entire... I'm behind on this. Okay, I'm Mondays. signing off. so I got you know to the park yesterday about an hour after it started it was only a three-hour event so I got there Lynette and the boys went to California Adventure they met Black Panther you know which was super awesome and Black Widow at the same time and Black Widow at the same time yeah and this was great for them because they saw Black Panther for the first time on Friday night with us Oh, we nice. we purchased the Blu-ray. If you guys remember, Lynette had not watched it yet. And so we said, you know what? We're going to let the boys watch this one with us. They loved it. They were just glued <laughs> to the screen the whole time. We got to California Adventure. And my youngest, uh, he, he's got a very musical brain. We get to DCA, and we're walking through Hollywoodland, and he's listening to the music. And he turns to Lynette and says, Mom, that is the music from the challenge scene where wow. they're going to crown a king and she's like yeah yeah it is you know so he <laughs> he recognizes all these things and I think it's so awesome cool. wow mm-hmm. so we did that they they sent me some pictures two other things that we ended up doing that day that I want to bring up but the first is I don't know if you guys knew this but did you guys know that they had like a Black Panther kind of activity book that you could get no, no? after meeting about it, black but panther I've seen it It's available in the little shop that's right in front of the theater, like right outside of Stage 19, where they sell all the hats and the glasses and stuff like that. This is super cool. Disney has put things like this out before, but never with the detail that they did with this one. It's got introductions to the characters. Uh, It has information on Wakanda, on the technology, but that's not really what caught my attention what caught my attention was an article in there called the mantle of black panther and it talks about his family and then right on the next page they force kids or whoever does this activity book to really think and they have a family tree and they ask you things like think of the leaves on the tree who is important to you Think of the branches. What are your hopes, your dreams, and your wishes? Think of the trunk of the tree. What skills and values are the core to who you are? Roots. Where do you come from? The ground. What are your weekly tasks and responsibilities? And this, I think, has been one of the most well-thought-out activity things that Disney has done, at least I think, in a really, really long time. Usually they have these little coloring sheets, which are fun. They have the drawing activities. But this Black Panther activity packet is by far one of my favorite and one of the coolest things you can get at California Adventure. And it's free. You just walk up and you ask for it.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm going to take a a few pictures of this and I'm going to post it. Uh, in the Instagram stories for people to check out. So I'll probably do the pictures and the posts after this episode launches so that people know that it's coming. That way, in case, you know, we post it now before they don't miss on it or something. But yeah, if you guys have a chance, head over to California Adventure, the little shop right in front of the theater next to Stage 19. Just ask for the packet. Super cool. I really enjoyed it. The other thing that we ended up doing was watching the Incredibles 2 preview. Oh, okay. That was awesome.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I it's was, the first,
0: whatever, 10 minutes of the show, right? It is the first 10 minutes. Yeah, that's cool. And it starts pretty much exactly how they said, right after the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that they use the side panels on the theater, just like they did with Beauty and the Beast, for oh. more like animation. It's part of the film. I really wish they would use that theater for screenings. I know it's fairly comfortable. I'm not gonna say it's the most comfortable theater that I've been to because where we normally go has the recliners and they have beer and food that you can you know eat at your seat. But I would pay you know a general ticket price to watch a film there. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you guys do it? Like, do you guys think that's a good option?
1: I would. Um, I saw the preview for uh, A Wrinkle in Time in there. And what they did with the screens was really cool because it brings the movie all around you.
4: You Mm -hmm. know, not
1: all around, but you get your surroundings, so it's really neat. And they could also do the 4D, 3D. I mean, they could do all that in there. Why not? I'd pay.
3: I think it would depend on the movie whether or not I would pay extra to see that. I don't know. I don't know if they could get away with that since they do other big shows and they don't charge for that. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think about that. That's a good question, though. Uh, I think the only one I've ever gone to was when they did Moana. And it was just because I was hanging out with people and their kid wanted to do it. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll tag along. But I've never really been one to go to those preview screenings. And actually, now that I think about it, they do, they're they doing the Incredibles in the whatever the Sunset Theater, right? I think they did Moana in The Bug's Life
0: yeah uh, i'm theater.
3: talking about the sunset theater yeah 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 so i i've never actually seen one in there i don't know if they're much different in there or if it's basically the same kind of deal but i don't know that's that's tough to ask people to pay an
0: additional cost for something like that that's going to be a tough ask for me What if they charge like a matinee price for it? Because you would have to pay for a ticket to go watch it at an AMC, right? Right. I mean, it's weird to think that people would want to go to Disneyland just to watch a movie and pay extra for that movie. But, I mean, think of having the Disneyland popcorn, the Disneyland churro, the Disneyland turkey leg there (laughs) while you are watching this film. The the primary difference between the two is that obviously in the Bugs Land Theater, oh, R.I.P. very soon, uh, is that you have like the logs that you're sitting on top of, right? It's very underground. It looks like you're in a, a small bug and ant whatnot. But this one is really designed to look like a movie theater, and yeah. it has movie theater style seats. It has a stadium seating. It looks very nice compared to the other one. Vijay, do you think you would pay to watch a movie theater? Or even if you didn't pay, do you think you would want to watch an entire movie in that theater? In that theater, probably not. Just
2: because I know there's more comfortable theaters with better sound and bigger screens. But I don't mind seeing the previews there. I thought when I saw Beauty and the Beast and I was looking on the sides like, whoa...
4: Mm-hmm. So it's,
2: it's pretty cool. But, well, a couple things. It would be only for eight annual pass holders because no one's going to go to the park and pay more money to see this. I think annual pass holders would do it. They would probably pay. But I don't think it would be for me. I would probably watch it at a regular theater first and then watch it, you know, in that one. So I don't miss what's going on right in front of me because I'm always wanting to look on the sides, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, that 4D theater that we were talking about that's near us, they actually have yeah. a 3D theater that actually does that so it's on the sides they were showing Black Panther like that and one of the workers that was uh that I asked he was like yeah there's a little bit more scenes when like the fighting scenes and everything so when they're like um the driving scene you know uh, the Mm -hmm. car chase Mm -hmm. he says like you see all the buildings and everything going around so I think that would be cool and it really like Gavin said it depends on the movie like if it was a cool action movie that'd be cool but you know like I think Incredibles would be cool I mean, as a Disney fan, I'd probably, I'd be like, yeah, if everybody was talking about it, I'd be like, yeah, I want to go too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I bring
0: an alien popcorn bucket? <laughs> you probably could, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you could eat in that theater. But they'd have to append that rule if they wanted to do this, though. At least I yeah,
3: would. I be. mean, yeah, they, oh, sell, sure. they have vendors come in for the Frozen show, and you can eat snacks in there. So right. I don't see why. And that's like an hour? Yeah. yeah. The show's pretty long. But what about what if they did this in the Tomorrowland Theater? To me, that's a little more movie theater-like. Where they're showing um Path of yeah, the Jedi? Yeah, Path of the Jedi or
2: whatever. Yeah, what if they did <laughs> like, it in dude, there? Hasn't like four Star Wars movies come out already? Can we get a new one? <laughs> Can we do yeah. something for
3: Solo already at <laughs> that theater? Yeah, they should do something new there. But, that's... I mean, to me, that's more of a an actual movie theater experience when I go in there.
1: If they remove so, the seats or they fix them, then that'd be cool. Yeah. For the one in Tomorrowland.
2: Yeah. What, well, what's, that's the thing with that theater. It's it has the moving seats, but it doesn't have yeah. the sides like um, the other theater in DCA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Combine them, and then <laughs> yeah, maybe.
4: Oh. Yeah, maybe they
3: should just build something specifically for this idea. Because I don't think any of them was ever conceived to be what we're talking about right now right, in any way. Right, right. So maybe that's something that we can blue sky and come up with a great idea and develop it and then slide it across the table to old Bobby <laughs> and say, hey, we got a great idea for you and your Imagineers. So that
2: probably well, is going to be in the new hotel that's since they're going to be taking yes. away AMC, they're going to be mm-hmm. oh, building a movie if, theater in that hotel and then yeah, it'll be a 48th. Here you go
3: swanky theater in there oh that would be so cool
2: it would be cool
0: and like a i fork wouldn't and put it past them that'd be cool if you get yes food and drinks there yes. too all right we got to start pushing this idea mm-hmm. i know they're listening so they might as well mm-hmm.
4: so how was
2: the preview like is there any spoilers or a lot more i mean it's the first 10 minutes like you said of the show or the movie but anything i didn't want spoilers. to watch it because i didn't want to get spoilers but is it since you watched it what do you think
0: there isn't much about the preview that ruins, you know, everything that happens because they don't talk about why Helen is the one that's chosen. They don't like it literally ends with a fight scene and then it just cuts away and says, thank you for watching the preview. Just left you hanging, huh? Wow. kind of. Yeah, <laughs> they do so really it, well with that. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Like, even (laughs) the boys, when we left there, they were like, Whoa, we need to watch the whole thing now. (laughs) You know, so they were really excited and they were just like, just in tune with what was happening (laughs) on screen. So, I mean, I was excited for it before, but I think just watching the first 10 minutes, any notion that I had thinking that it was just going to be a reverse version of part one just went out the window and the Pixar fan in me took over. And I just thought I'm watching a new Incredibles movie. I'm watching the first 10 (laughs) minutes of an Incredibles movie. And it was just all excitement watching it, you know? Yeah. That's all man. I'm really looking forward to when this comes out in a few weeks. So I, I, I know I joked about it, saying that I was going to wait a couple of weeks to watch it. But I don't I think I'm going to be able you. to. I don't <laughs> I think too. I'm going to have to I watch it. it, I it. <laughs> well, I, I
3: have another question
0: for you, though, before we move on.
3: So I mentioned that I saw this, the preview for Moana when it was in the Bugsland Theater. And in that one, since it was so water-based, like when they showed a ocean wave splashing over the rim of a boat or whatever, they would actually shoot a little
0: bit of water at you to give you that kind of effect did they
3: do anything like that in that theater yes they
0: sure did yes nice and even when frozone appears and does his thing during the 10 minutes it gets slightly colder
1: <laughs> Ooh. very
3: cool
0: yeah that's great. are they blasting like uh like, liquid nitrogen yeah, in liquid your face nitrogen. i don't know what they're doing i just know <laughs> i got colder they probably That'd just cranked awesome. up the ac for three seconds right but-
1: See, that would make so, the movie worth the money if we were to see it over there in that theater. Yeah. Take my money. I think so.
0: I think the only reason I made the connection with it is because it feels like it's very similar to the El Capitan. Like the seats are kind of the same structure. They're not like yeah. super comfy or anything, but very it old feels very cozy, theater. very old school. Yeah. I think that's why I felt that they could get away with something like that. But you know what? Let's ask the listeners. If Disney started offering an opportunity to watch these films a week or two in advance before they even came out to the public or when they were released to the public, would you pay a ticket price to watch it at the Sunset Theater, formerly the Muppet Theater, inside of California Adventure, you know, to get that experience? Do you think that it would be worth it? Leave a comment in the blog post for the episode podcasters.com slash 205 or on the Facebook or Instagram post. You know, I think, are we split on this one? I, am I the only one that thinks it's a good idea? Or, no, I'm going to
1: go. Or, so <laughs> so are we split like 50-50? Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah,
3: I think right now. I think I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I feel like if they built something specifically for the purpose of screening films... Then I'd be a little more prone to being willing to pay. I was just gonna say, I don't think there's cup holders in those seats.
0: Uh, No. That might be a deal breaker right there. Yeah, I was like, put (laughs) them on the floor, you're (laughs) fine. Imagine (laughs) having one for (laughs) the the entire alien bucket. It just like fits the little feet. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, let us know what you guys think. And if you have any better ideas as where you think a theater like this could go on the resort. You know, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, There's a bunch of new food at California Adventure. Disney for two has gone down there. VJ was uh, at the park a couple of days ago trying some new stuff. Uh, some of the new stuff at Flows, some more Pixar Fest foods. And then uh, the new vlog is is on the YouTube channel, right, Vijay? The part two of yes. your Pixar Fest foods? And then another one will be uh, up once this uh, podcast airs nice so if you guys want to see those make sure to head over to podcasterscom slash 205 to check those vlogs out there's also going to be a button there that you can click on to subscribe to the disney for two youtube channel if you're not yet subscribed and once you do ring that little bell icon so that you get notifications whenever there are new episodes posted let's start with flows i know you had a very unique <laughs> experience eating at flows this last week it was very authentic yeah yeah well, when uh,
2: the new menu rolled out, I had the day off, so I went to Flo's to check it out, and <laughs> me, I loved me and AJ actually love going to, like, old school diners, you know, I, I'm a sucker for club sandwiches and tuna melts normally, and if it was breakfast, like, pancakes and everything, but... Since the menu is kind of leaning towards that diner feel, I got two things. I got the club sandwich, or Ramone's what is it? Ramon's low and slow turkey club, and then um, or is it Ramon's slow and low? Oh, what which?
3: Oh, that explains one? the missing piece of bread because it's riding lower.
2: Made oh there it is ah, yeah. there we go I was just gonna say it's it's not your traditional turkey club sandwich because it's not it doesn't have that third piece of bread which right. I love but you know it's kind of like a Big Mac that way but um, it was good there is a bacon avocado mayo that's on it since I'm allergic to avocado I just tried a sample of it just because they said it was more mayo based so I was like I think I could get away with just tasting it. It had a little hint of lemon with it, so I think it would complement that sandwich really well. The second item I got was the fantastic Tuna um, Tuna Sandwich.
3: Awesome. And uh,
2: <laughs> when I was recording the vlog, I you know finished half of the turkey sandwich and I was going to go for the other half uh, or one half of the tuna sandwich. And then I was going to save the other two pieces of sandwiches for um, AJ to try. So when I was uh, talking into the camera, recording the vlog, I was like, yeah, you know, in the tuna mix here, it has red onion, there's celery. I thought there were olives because a chunk of uh, tuna mix fell out with tomato on the sliced tomato. And I was like, oh, there looks like there's an olive there. And no, it was a metal washer.
3: <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like,
2: uh I'm sorry. I don't wow. think. I'm all, is Finn actually in this tuna? Like, what is going on? I'm not a car. I don't need extra bolts or washers. Like, what is going on? Um So I. You need more iron in your diet. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, it threw me for a loop because I was so excited. And you could imagine me. I was like down to eat. Every, I was excited. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hmm, This. And it's not even like a new washer. It was like a used washer. So,
4: oh
2: God. yeah. I, I mean, it was funny that day we posted on our Instagram on our story, and I was doing kind of like a live feed, you know. Um, and seeing people's reactions, they were like, no way. And then I've been hearing all these different stories because I was I was asking people like, what's worse, a washer, hair, or a bug? And probably like 30 oh. different people were commenting <laughs> saying like, oh, washer, because at least it's, you know, you kind of know where it's been. I was like, no, nah, none of the above is <laughs> the right answer. But anyway, um, the turkey club was good. The tuna, the, I'm not going to try that anytime soon so if you guys try it let me know uh, the menu did change they do have a new fried chicken platter which is mm. very similar to plaza inn but Ooh. they have it on garlic mashed potatoes and vegetable melody which is normally like cauliflower and broccoli um i hear the the skin is crispier here at flows versus plaza and but i've heard nothing but uh good reviews on it uh they also have a blue sp- a blue plate special which is like their secret um menu depending i don't know if it's going to be a weekly thing or a monthly thing but some people were questioning if they had the ribs still that had that coca-cola barbecue sauce
4: oh yeah that was
2: the blue plate special at least this past week so i don't know if it's going to change again oh
4: okay
2: and that was served also with the garlic mashed potatoes uh they also have um that strawberry pie Mm mm-hmm that was at the Food and Wine Festival, you know, that little one. It's a little oh, bit yes. bigger. So that's there. There was a couple other stuff that they had. But again, I only tried the turkey club. So, so we're going to have to do like a, a Pocketeers uh, field trip and go to Flo's.
1: Yeah. Hold yeah. the metal,
0: you know. Hold the metal. <laughs> <laughs> so when you spoke to a cast member about what happened, how did they resolve this for you? I mean what did they what did they do to help you out with this because I mean it could have broken your teeth right you know thankfully Luck- it fell out of the sandwich yeah but- luckily my guardian angel flicked
2: it out of the sandwich before I could bite into it um, right i i, I kind of flagged down a cast member that was cleaning tables and i was like we're trying to whisper because there was people around me and i didn't want to be that that guest going like oh my right, god right. there's you know
4: mm-hmm.
2: um So I told him, like, if he could possibly get a a lead or a manager. And he's like, is there any concern? I was like, look at my (laughs) plate. And he's like, what is that? (laughs) Oh, my God. That was in your. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Get your manager. (laughs) So the manager came out. (laughs) Uh, She was very kind. She was very apologetic. I mean, I work at a restaurant, and I know stuff like this happens. I've seen stuff from, like, not like, little metal shavings from the scouring pads when they, you know, clean the um, pans. I've seen little stuff like that, but I've never seen a washer. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, at that point, like, what can the manager do? She just offered if I wanted uh, the money. She she already, like, said, oh, give me your receipts. I'm going to give you your money back. No questions asked. I didn't even, even, like, say, oh, I want my money back. She already went went for that first which was cool and then she asked if i wanted something else and at that point i was like mm, no nah, i kind of lost my appetite um she said do you want a dessert shake pie anything and i was like no i'm okay but she, even though she uh gave me she gave me the money back she came out with a milkshake she's like you know what this is a, a new one try it it's kind of like a, actually you'll love it hazen it's it's kind of like a 50 50 uh, milkshake oh, really? so it's orange Ooh, like, yeah. orange creamsicle um yeah, but she, she she asked if there's anything else. I was like, no, you were cool. And she was uh, very understanding. She's like, thank you for understanding. You know, this normally doesn't happen. I'm like, I know. It normally happens to AJ. Of all people, it happened to me. I <laughs> never get this. Uh-huh. Always happens to AJ <laughs> from bugs to hair to whatever. You name it, she probably got it.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah,
2: it's it was cool. The milkshake was good. So I get that again, but I definitely
0: want to try like the fried chicken and some other menu items, just not the tuna. Did you happen to ask if the tuna was made in house or if it was externally brought into the park? Uh, uh yeah. The manager I asked, um, and the manager came back and
2: she she didn't know at the time, but she came back and said it was a prepackaged mix. So. Oh, okay. So I don't. Yeah. So it could have been something at Disney and the kitchen there, or I'm, I'm assuming it's from the manufacturer. Uh, Cause I, it's, I don't know what could be in their kitchen that would fall in, you know? Right. So right. it's, it's going to be a mystery, mystery for, for a long time.
3: <laughs> well, and as everybody who watched your Instagram story knows that the, the finale to this story is that they made you the mayor of radiator Springs. <laughs> they gave you the key to the city and right. all of us get to go to the front of the line of Radiator Springs Racers whenever we want now. Yep. yep. Honorary.
2: Honorary mayor. Yes. They it call me so Stanley good. now. It's
3: so good to know you.
1: I'm just glad nothing happened to your teeth. That
2: was I know. scary. Uh, could you imagine? Then I'd be oh definitely the new owner of
0: Flo's. Flo's would be out of business.
4: Oh. <laughs> well, you're out of here,
2: Flo. Go sing somewhere else. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad that, like Mel said, glad the story turned out well. Uh, It's really sad that that ended up happening. But I'm sure that because of this experience, you know, like you said, it happens everywhere. I've Mm. gone to restaurants that I frequent, that I've seen hairs and stuff in my food as well. I think most people would just be instantly turned off by something like this and just, I'm never going to eat there again. Right. Uh, I I don't feel like that. I think that this was an anomaly. You know, it does happen. It doesn't happen frequently. I mean, if it happened like every fifth plate, that's a different story, right? (laughs) Right. But, I mean, I haven't heard of something like this happening at Flows. I'm sure that it has, but I haven't heard of it. And normally with social media, something like this would blow up, right? It would just be all over everybody's fees. People would be retweeting it, reposting it. So because it just seems like it's one of those events that happened you know once every whatever amount of years months whatever you want to say about it it's not going to turn me off from trying out the new food i I may try the tuna you know maybe in a few weeks when they get a new supplier but i'll try (laughs) that actually i think i will so yeah man i'm glad your teeth are okay yeah it's it's just (laughs) weird it's just i remember watching the instagram story and your reaction was kind of priceless. You're like, oh, and the sandwich <laughs> has this. And... Wait, what? What is that? Oh, man, I thought that was an olive.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let, let's talk a little bit more about some of the other food, Pixar Fest foods. You know, last time you told us about all of the churros and some of the stuff that you guys had tried in the part one video. What else have you guys tried since then? And what would you say is definitely something people have to try? One of my favorites... Or AJ's favorite, too. Even, and you guys know that AJ doesn't
2: handle spice very well. Um, but Cozy Cones actually has this habanero um, turkey meatball cone, which it has, like, this habanero marinara sauce, turkey meatballs. And you get a lot of meatballs. I think you get, like, 10 of them in there. And then there's oh, a wow. spiral pasta in the bottom of the cone. And then you get to eat the cone afterwards, too. And then there's these Parmesan crisps that are in it. Definitely recommend that. I've gotten that three times already. Probably that and the oh wow the hot link uh, corn dog. Um, those are probably like the ones I've been getting all the time. Did we, I don't know if we talked about it in a previous poc- or a podcast, but the Lotso funnel cake. Did we talk about that one? I think so. Did we? I think we briefly talked about it before.
1: A little bit. I want to say okay. yeah.
2: Well, that one's a really great one at Hungry Bear. It does come, it's strawberries and cherries with uh, strawberry butter on the funnel cake. Uh, the only thing that throws it off is they give you this side of the spicy, like a spicy maple syrup. I don't even know if it's maple syrup. It's, it's very weird. Melissa, if you didn't like the spice in that chocolate dipping sauce for the, ch- uh, the churro, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not, you're not going to like this one. It, it's that's spicy. That's the one thing. In, in our vlog, too, I'm like, I don't think you could ever ruin a funnel cake, but putting that sauce on it definitely ruins it, you know? Oh. Um, and we know, we know a couple other people that tried it, and they're like, yeah, it was throwing us off. It smelled weird, and it just tasted <laughs> funky. Like, why were they trying to do this? Um, so, yeah, if you get that, I mean, try it. If you guys like it, cool. Uh, but for us, it just wasn't, yeah, when you're having a funnel cake, you're like, You want that sweetness, but that spice was—it was was way off. It was way off for us. Mm. Yeah.
3: Sometimes with fair food, you just need to leave well enough alone. You know, you don't need to mess too much with a funnel cake. You can add a little strawberry flavor, yeah. But when you start adding spicy maple syrup, what what's going on in your brain? Mm.
2: (laughs) And it didn't even smell like maple syrup. It—I don't know if this is too graphic, but. It smelled like somebody took a cigarette butt and they put out their cigarette in the maple and then they added cayenne pepper and some sriracha. That is nasty. And mixed it up and then said, enjoy. Oh, <laughs> gosh. It oh, wow. That's That's so makes me want to go get it right now. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> um, I did have a question, VJ. Um, I finally got to taste the lemon soft serve cone. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, did it kind of give you a citrus swirl kind of taste, like the tangy taste?
2: Okay. Did you get the, just the soft serve lemon or did you get the it's snow capped lemon? Snow capped. Okay. So um, that was another thing that we tried. Uh, <laughs> the Pixar Pier Frozen Parfait is awesome at Adorable Snowmen. And uh-huh. then we also tried the it's snow capped. And if you watch the, our next vlog that's out or our latest vlog that's out, you're going to laugh at all the faces that me and AJ make because we (laughs) feel like we're going crazy. You know that quote in uh, Zoolander where uh, Mugatu's like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Uh Yes, (laughs) exactly what we went through. So you know how it's dipped in white chocolate, right? Right. And they just tell you it's white chocolate. What they don't tell you is that the white chocolate actually has lemon oil in it. Okay. So then when you eat it, you're like, oh, white chocolate, what is that? Yeah. It's like someone zested a lemon and put it on the white chocolate and didn't tell you. And they're just waiting and recording your face because they're pranking you. It <laughs> right. is super like those... strong. It's very tart. It it's like,
1: very tart. but It like
2: kicks you in your face like twice. You get that initial like <laughs> lemon head reaction. And all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's really I good. just
1: I was just when I had it, I'm like. This is really tangy, but this kind of reminds me of citrus, citrus swirl.
2: Yeah, it, it kind of, not as, I think it's more tart than the citrus swirl. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's funny. Like, I do want
0: to get it for somebody and just record their facial reaction.
1: Aww. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and for those not familiar with citrus swirl, can you guys explain? For those have n- that have not had it or heard of it before? Oh, didn't you like Google me? it, Hazen? I, you <laughs> I saw it in the Google Maps so while it, I was right? going through the park. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I squeezed the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. <laughs> oh, so this well, is a Disney
3: World thing? It's yeah. a Disney World yes. thing, yeah. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: It, so, it just who- it brought me back to that. So I was kind of, it, it was weird. So I had to ask. So basically, it's like a Doe Whip, but it's not all pineapple. It's swirled up, but it's half and half of orange and pineapple. But I Ooh. found it to be a little bit more tangier than what I'm used to because with Doe Whip, it's like, Smooth. It's, you know, pineapple. There's nothing to it. It's really, really good. But um, when I had it the first time, I made that face that VJ's talking about with that Mm -hmm. lemon. And it's just like, whoa, like I just it was just intense. So um, this right here, when you try it, you may hopefully you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. It's kind of hard. But um, yeah, it just took me back to that. I mean, do it's good. Do you
0: think that now that you've had it, though, do you think that now that you know what you're you're expecting, that you'll be able to enjoy it? Maybe not making the faces. Like, now you know what you're getting into. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not a big surprise.
1: Oh, I still enjoyed it. Um, passing that chocolate. I mean, it was really good for, I think we waited only 25 minutes. Yeah, the What line was the blue seems, part
2: of it? Oh, that's, that's with the parfait, and that's a raspberry slush. Oh, okay. So, but that one's really refreshing. We were there on the first day it opened. We didn't even know it was opening that day. Um, The line wasn't too long. Um, We've seen the line go over 40 minutes, but Mm -hmm. luckily the time, the three times that we went, it was only like 20 minutes or less. So, but um, I think as we get into the summer, it's going to get longer and longer. Yes. But the cool thing is, I don't know if they had it for you, Melissa. They had like three uh, cashiers at one time. No. We only oh, had really? two. Only two? Well, maybe, maybe it was only two. I don't know. But they were they were going pretty fast. The line looked longer than it actually was. Yeah. So time wise. Um, where
3: where do they sell this white chocolate dipped one?
2: Remember the soft serve that they had at Paradise Pier across right from um, Cove to- Bar? Oh, yeah. it's
3: right there. Okay. That's now okay.
2: adorable snowman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Frosty treats, and yeah, you could still get soft serve there, mm-hmm. uh, but. Their main thing that people are selling and taking pictures of on Instagram is the It's Snow Capped or the Pixar Pier Frozen Parfait. I would probably just get the large lemon soft serve without the snow capped. It was really tart for me. So if you mm. like, I know some friends, some of my old roommate used to eat lemons like before dinner. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but she loved it. So some people will, will really love it. <laughs> for us, it was like one of those, whoa, it was a little too much for us. But again, I would probably, I just want to buy it for you, Gavin, just to see what faces you'd make.
3: <laughs>
1: but one I like sour stuff. The only thing you have to be careful with is that if it starts dripping, you better get a napkin yeah. or something because your hands will turn yellow.
2: Oh, your tongue gets oh. yellow too. And your tongue, yes. <laughs> You're going to say, nice.
1: huh,
0: someone ate yellow snow. <laughs> 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 and wait until you get to the chili dip center. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everything's Some got happening that it. they took uh like the tahine packets and putting it on the of lemon sauce Of course also.
0: they did.
2: Speaking of um the citrus swirl, Melissa, mm-hmm. when you were at Walt Disney World, was it at the same location or was it two different locations from the Dole Whip and the citrus swirl?
1: I want to say it was two lines.
2: Was it the same place though? Yeah. Okay. Um last time when we went, it's two different locations now. Oh so, really? Yeah. And I don't I don't think it was um the orange with the pineapple though. I don't think we've ever tried that one. If I thought it was just orange with the like a custard or vanilla swirl. I don't I don't know. You know what I could be you're wrong right.
1: though. No no no. I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't know why I said pineapple. I think it's because it was in the same location. So I assume Yeah, 'cause
2: yeah, it like, used to be at the same location, um, across from Aladdin's Flying Carpets, right? Yeah. Now that's just a uh, Dole Whip and then before Jungle Cruise, um that's where the uh, citrus swirl is that's at the and sunshine you, um, the sunshine tree sunshine, terrace, right? Yeah. 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 And then their um character for that location is the orange bird. I don't know if you you know
0: orange bird. I love the orange yeah. bird character. Like have you seen the little yeah, Funkos so of it? Yeah. It's yeah. so adorable. Like I feel like the Dole Whip <laughs> here needs a mascot like that.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah that orange um little citrus swirl thing that they have uh, is quite possibly one of the things that is on my list to try when i go to disney world because that fanta orange soda and like the so, mm, it's just, I, love it. <laughs> ah! I think you're gonna like that milkshake at flows yeah uh, i'm excited yep. i think once i'm over this cold and these like this congested chest that i've had for the last two weeks I think I'm that might be the first thing I go try at Flows. Even before anything else. I'm glad you said that those ribs are still there though, because that was one of my favorite things to eat at Flows. They're so tasty. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we
2: I tried, uh, AG didn't get to try this, but we actually did have the ratatouille, the three course meal at Cafe Orleans. It was picture perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but was it <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> it tastes um, For the first course is a cheese plate, and a lot of it is goat milk uh, cheeses, and I'm not a fan of goat milk, but these cheeses were milder than most of the goat milks that I've uh, tried, so I was able to tolerate it, and they were actually pretty good, Um, and it comes with like uh, toast points and different dried fruits, and there's three different cheeses on there. So that was cool. Uh, the ratatouille came out. That was really tasty. It was very delicious. All the different uh, vegetables that were there, and you get three large prawns with it. It didn't look like the ratatouille in the movie or in the pictures that you've seen online and everything. They mm-hmm. just basically, and that's me, presentation is a lot, uh, coming from culinary school. So the, when they just stacked the vegetables, I was like, they kind of, hmm. I, it's, to me, it just kind of lost points with that, but the taste of it was really delicious. And then the berry beignets with a uh, mascarpone brie cheese brie, uh, drizzle on top, that one was pretty good, but they that were more like so donut holes rather than beignets. So mm. think of a do- don- three donut holes stuffed with berry and then uh, vanilla ice cream and there's like a, a brie cheese and mascarpone drizzle on top. Mm. It was 40 bucks. Uh, it was a little too pricey for me, even though you get a annual pass uh, discount. Um, but I would buy the ratatouille as an entree if it had more prawns and, a you know, more vegetables. I would gladly get that as an entree over there. But $40 for all three, and you don't get the Remy spoon. I was a little like, eh. Mm. Okay. I was still hungry after it, needs to say, because it's just vegetables and three shrimp. But... Um, I'm glad I tried it.
3: Do you think they'll keep that dish around after Pixar Fest? Mm, Maybe I, I in hope, a more conservative che- format
2: that's cheaper? I would hope they kept the ratatouille, but I don't know if they're mm-hmm. going to do the cheese plate right. and um, the beignets. Because the beignets, like, they weren't really fresh. It, I don't know if it was sitting um, for a while. Like, the server just didn't have enough time because by the time it got to me it was cold the beignets weren't you know they weren't warm and you know, when you get something a la mode you expect like like the apple pie or whatever to be hot and warm and the right. vanilla ice cream cold but mine had like almost soup <laughs> instead of vanilla ice cream on top yeah. so uh, if they could find a way to um, manage where all the dishes come out more fresh then possibly but I think it was a little more difficult for the servers to keep coming back because I don't think they're used to bringing, you know, courses as opposed yeah. to like, oh, here's some palm frites, and now we wait for your entree, your Monte Cristo, right. and then there you go. You know? Right. So if they get the timing right, maybe. But, yeah, I would think just the two if that stayed, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, the pictures that you had posted – I remember following your story when you guys were trying this out and the photo that they had posted in the Disney Park blog looked very different than what you received on the plate. <laughs> yeah. And you're right, yeah. presentation is really big for me as well. So much so for me that when I saw the picture that you posted, I would not have purchased a ratatouille based on the photo of the of the meal that you got. Because it literally did look slapped together. There was nothing about it to me that looked appetizing. So if I was basing my decision on what you received, I would not have gotten it. But considering that, you know, you tasted it and you said it was very tasty, I wouldn't spend $40 on it. I might wait until it becomes a separate plate if it ever does. But just on what they gave you, I would not be on board with it. Right. It was it was a little
2: I was like wow, forty dollars yeah. just for these little dishes was, you know it was quite an experience. But I'm glad I tried it, you know, to say I tried it, but yeah, I wouldn't go back and spend forty dollars again. Eek.
1: Now I wonder if that's why they removed the um the large bowl of gumbo. Because they used to have that on their menu and they don't anymore. They only have the cup. Yeah,
2: they have the cup, yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: Cause that was the that was my favorite go- to that in yeah, Frites. yeah that
2: gumbo is really good mm-hmm. <laughs> you could get a, a meal just the gumbo and the palm frites by itself yeah and you're For, full yeah less than twenty bucks so I know.
1: I wonder if they did that on purpose hmm.
0: that would I make sense so
2: many, so many restaurants are changing their menu it's it's kind of like I don't know where I'm going anymore. I feel like such a tourist. <laughs> well, I go to Golden Horseshoe and ask for mozzarella sticks. And they're like, um, that was taken off the menu. And I'm like, it was never on the menu, so do you still have it or what? <laughs> <laughs> you know too much, VJ. <laughs> but most secret items. So come on, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, even that rest. Every everything is changing. Everything is changing.
0: Isn't that good though? Because if you frequent yeah, the park, if you have new things to try, I think Disney's challenge with something like this is that. There's so many places to eat outside of the resort area that people Mm -hmm. will go to the park, make really long lines to get on attractions or to see the shows, but then they leave the resort to go eat, right? Because the food is something they've already had because it's too expensive and they feel that they could have a less, let's say, cluttered experience eating if they leave the resort to eat. We've actually left the resort to eat and come back after you know, so right. I would understand why people would do it. So maybe having the new yeah. foods is their way of trying to get people to try new things and stay on resort. Here's my issue with it. Like Hungry Bear, they had
2: one of the best fried green tomato sandwiches. Oh, yes. It was so good. And they took it off. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, man, I'm like, why? I am like, understand if they want change because some stuff weren't selling. I mean, that's what restaurants have to do. You're like, oh, this item's not selling. Let's try to revamp it. Maybe we can use the same ingredients make something different, but they just 86 everything, the whole entire menu. Now you have all this new stuff. I do want to say, I do love that new fish sandwich at Hungry Bear, that one's really good. But the other stuff, it's just like, meh. it's, can you bring back the Mm. fried green tomato sandwich? But like so many places in Disneyland have changed their menu. So it's like, uh, okay, what do I get? What do I get? But I feel like the only thing that is a big price for feeding a family is pizza yeah like pizza port like the slices 10 bucks or whatever but if you Mm -hmm. get a whole pizza it's way cheaper but yeah you can get a cheaper pizza outside of the park and not spend so much but i feel like the prices at disney aren't that bad compared to other stuff you know like the mcdonald's Mm -hmm. across the street is not a regular price mcdonald's
0: Right. Nope, they're you know, not. you do have to drive a few blocks away in order right. like into Stanton and just kind of the surrounding cities of Anaheim. Even all the way up to Angel Stadium, I think the prices are very inflated. I, I don't know, it just seems counterintuitive that they would do this to keep people in the park while they're raising prices on everything else to keep people out of the park. You know, to lessen the mm-hmm. crowd. So it just seems weird. They push people away two steps, and then they bring them back one step, right? I think as they try to find this balance, they're doing it with everything that they do, including their special events. You know, this Pixar Pier event that they're doing, you guys heard of it, right? To preview yeah. Pixar Peer? Oh, I heard of it, all right. So uh, I want to talk about that in a moment. But before we do, as you guys know, there was recently the Star Wars event. And we had somebody send us a quick review of the first night of the Star Wars event. Not many people know that it was such a popular event that they ended up doing a second night of it on May 9th, I believe. And Mm -hmm. we had another review come in from listener Ashley. And I wanted to play that for you guys just so you, that you had an idea because it looks like there was a lot more stuff to do the second night. It was also longer, right, Vijay? I think you mentioned that they extended the hours for the second night. The second night, yes, it was longer because people were
2: going to City Hall saying that they didn't have enough time to do stuff, especially with the picture
0: picture areas. yeah. Yeah. So I do want to play this recap that we received from listener Ashley. So here we go.
4: Hey, everyone. My name is Ashley, and I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience at the Disneyland After Dark Star Wars event. I attended the May 9th event with my family, and we had so much fun. We entered the parks around 7, expecting the lines to be really long and for there to be crowds everywhere and we were pleasantly surprised that that was not the case. We were actually able to do almost everything that we were hoping to do. As far as food and drink goes, we tried a couple different offerings, but the standouts for us were the Red Squadron Wings and Brew Special. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of wings, but I really enjoyed these. They were dry rubbed and they had a really good mix of spices. They weren't spicy hot, they had a little bit of a kick but the balance and the flavors were just perfect. It was kind of unexpected. Um, They definitely weren't your average sticky, messy buffalo wing, and the portions were big and delicious. They were also served with a jalapeno hush puppy and a yogurt sauce, and the whole thing was just a perfect balance of spice, but not too hot. And Brew's special was Disney's take on blue milk. It was a blue jasmine boba tea, and it was so good. We really hope that both of these things end up somewhere available when Galaxy's Edge opens next summer. In total, we did four of the photo pass meet and greet locations, and honestly the longest wait that we had was for the Ewoks location. We were originally told that it was going to be 45 minutes, but it only ended up being 35. Um, we did these all throughout the night, and we definitely had plenty of time to do the Launch Bay meet and greets with Rey, Darth Maul, and the Seventh Sister. But we decided that we wanted to secure um, good places to sit for the fireworks and um, March of the First Order. We did bring our children with us. My son is a huge fan of Star Wars, and so it was a priority that he got a good view of the fireworks and the castle and then also a good view of march of the first order the march of the first order was led by phasma and it was great she leads a whole procession of stormtroopers from the tomorrowland terrace to the outside of the launch bay through tomorrowland it was very exciting the lights and the audio it just made it for a great experience and the fireworks show oh man I can easily say that this show was my favorite fireworks show hands down. I really enjoyed Remember Dreams Come True and Together Forever totally hits you in the feels but this Star Wars show was just so much more than I could have ever imagined and it will definitely be the top of my list for a long time to come. Disney's attention to detail did not disappoint. From the Imperial Guards that were standing watch to other roaming characters, the whole fleet of R2 units hanging out on Main Street, it definitely was a night that we won't soon forget. I mean, where else am I going to get to experience a Jawa playing peekaboo with my youngling and then trying to run off with my 8 month old daughter? So I highly recommend you checking out the next Disneyland After Dark event if it is a theme that you are interested in. Because for us, Disneyland definitely did not disappoint in this area. It was well worth it and it was just a great experience for our family. Thanks and... Hope to see you guys in the parks.
0: So I want to thank Ashley again for sending us that quick review of Star Wars Night. If you guys attend an event at a Disney park or, you know, a movie event or something and you guys want to tell us about how the event went, just do a quick voice recording on your phone and email that to comments at podcuteers.com and we may hear your review on an upcoming episode. So uh, this Pixar Pure event the biggest thing that stood out to me was... Price tag. Yeah, the price <laughs> yeah. tag. Gavin, what exactly was included in this Pixar Pier preview event, and what was the price tag for those that did not hear the news about it?
3: The price tag was $300, or $299, $299 <laughs> as the tricksters like to say. Uh, and you got access to... Pixar Pier in all of its half-baked glory at that point. (laughs) Uh, The day before the grand opening, access to the Incredicoaster, all of the food offerings, which was cool, and you got little vouchers to get an item at each of the new food locations. The Pixar pal around, Is that what it's called? The Mm -hmm. the Ferris wheel? Yep. Featuring Mickey. Yep, featuring (laughs) Mickey. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And yeah. that's basic. Oh, Midway Mania, but you know it's just the same old Midway Mania. Yeah. So I think that's it because the Jesse's Critter Roundup will not be open. Yeah. The Lamplight Lounge will not be open. Oh, the so that won't be open. Inside that. Out attraction will not even exist yet. We don't even so, know if that's coming. Yeah, I mean, so this is kind of why I I said half baked. It's weird to me that they're charging this kind of event price for something that you're not even getting all of Pixar Pier. You're right. you're just getting kind of bits and pieces. And they told us all along that they were gonna roll it out, you know, in segments, and I get that. But to me, that just means like this is I don't I don't know why somebody would pay this much money for what you're getting especially when all of that's just going to be open to everybody the very next day well, it's not easy, like Evan. It's, it's yeah but it's, it's not first. like i <laughs> get it i get it but it's like maybe if it was like two weeks before and then you'd have like two weeks to be like oh yeah you guys can't right. wait it's going to be amazing i went on the incredible you can tell all your friends but the fact that the very next morning they could be there at rope drop and see it hours after you did i don't know i yeah. it, i mean to be totally honest, I'm excited about Pixar Pier, but it really is just window dressing for the most part. The mm-hmm. The things that they're really changing are two things, and that's the Incredicoaster, and the Cove Bar is becoming, and the Ariel's Grotto is becoming the Lamplight Lounge. Everything else is just kind of changing theme, and that's it. Right. You know, It's not really a new land. It's not really any new attractions. So... I think it's all neat and I like that they're drumming up hype over it and it's the summer of the Incredibles and we're all excited about the Incredibles. But Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, except for the Incredibles coaster, the Incredicoaster, I'm a little mystified at the amount of marketing they're putting behind this because, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to be like that much of a thing.
2: I think it's Disney's way of putting a ridiculous price out there and seeing how many people would actually pay. And then they're like, "Well, if people are paying three hundred, Star Wars is going to be a thousand dollars." I <laughs> right. Know. right.
3: Well, did they do something like this for Cars Land?
1: Yeah. I did they. Yeah, they, they actually did. charged. I, I know they had that yeah, big opening
3: night party that was like a VIP right. thing. But, but did they, they do a thing a, where lottery. they opened it up for everybody and they could go in and like actually experience the attractions and everything? I know they had cast member previews.
1: They also had a lottery, so that if you were chosen. Randomly, then you were invited to go into Carlsland before anybody else as a preview, yeah.
2: as a pass holder or as a yeah. worker? No, as a pass holder,
1: as a pass holder, because I had nice. many friends who were chosen. I unfortunately wasn't chosen,
2: <laughs> so they're <laughs> internally okay. grateful. And <laughs> you're still, <laughs> yeah. me. It's it's me. All good.
3: Was it Was it the night before it opened, though, or was no, it like was weeks before? No. See that to me seems like the more logical placement for something right. like this. It seems like this was kind of slapped together at the last minute, to this, be totally honest yeah the
1: ticket is like the most expensive fast pass ever yeah that's, yeah, that's all it, really it is.
3: is and you know what yeah. I funny? mean it's like three times as much as a Halloween party ticket, right. and I mean, they go all out for the entire
0: park of Disneyland for that event, and it's amazing and I would understand uh if there was anything else attached to this, right? Because I think people with the media pass will get a chance to experience it that day for free, you know, without the additional price tag. Think about what they did for Mission Breakout. About a week or so before they opened Mission Breakout, they had an event where the stars of Guardians of the Galaxy were there to help kick off the opening of the attraction. They did close down that section of the park. It wasn't the whole park. You did have to pay, I think, a $100 or $129 or something like that. It was a special ticket. But it was a third of the cost of what they want to charge for this one. Now, for Mission Breakout, if I had the money, I would have gladly paid for that one. Because, one, yes, it was a retheming of an attraction, but it felt new, Plus, you were going Mm -hmm. to meet the stars. You had a chance to do things that don't seem to be a part of this one. With this one, it almost seems like in their head, they think, well, we did it re-theming Tower of Terror. Why not do it again re-theming the Incredicoaster? But maybe they're trying to justify it with the fact that they're giving you a taste of some of the foods. But when you think about it, the foods aren't even gonna total three hundred dollars, you know. Right. Even if it I was a hundred dollar for the event, you're probably not gonna spend two hundred dollars on all the food, right? Yeah.
3: I mean, I'd pay three hundred bucks if I got to ride the Incredicoaster with Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. other than that, coach. Yeah, <laughs> but coach. even with
2: even with a hundred dollars, say. um. Is the ticket, and then a hundred dollars, which you're not going to get a hundred dollars worth of food, you know, because I what the food's going to be ten dollars yeah, at most exactly. each place, and there's five locations, so what is that fifty bucks? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean a hundred, so an extra hundred fifty dollars just to brag that you're first, or just to be able to ride in incredible coaster. I mean, unless you're able to just sit and say, this is my reserve seat in this coaster right here. I got the last row. That's mine for the whole day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, because you get seven <laughs> hours, right, from 3 to 10. Yeah. 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 And then I was wondering if, so that day, the day before, that Thursday night, um, is Midway Mania closed to
0: general public? I would think that they would maybe close the entire pier. To try to yeah, make it to an event, sense. right? So that's that's what I thought. But I was mm-hmm. going to say that kind of sucks
2: for people who want to go to Midway. When I did the Cars Land preview with Pixar, it was a couple weeks before. We got a cool lanyard, and we got to, there wasn't that many people um, there at Cars Land. Granted, you have three attractions, but on Racers, I was able to go on eleven different times throughout wow. the day. You know, so. I don't. That, I don't know if I could ride in credit coaster that many times. I mean, that's going to be the only thing
3: there. But that's what everybody's going to be going on. Nobody's going to go on the Ferris wheel. Right. They're going to go on an credit coaster. That's what I would do. I would. I wouldn't be doing the food or anything. You would have all my food coupons, and I would just be in line for the credit in credit coaster over and over and over again as many times as I could in seven hours. Yeah.
2: Can you if you rode it thirty times? And $10 a ride, then you could be like, oh, okay, it was worth it. Like, different
4: but he only puked on twice. car
2: and sit in the left, from the front left to the, all the way down to the right rear. Sit in every each seat. Each one, just keep going to one seat over and say, that's I wrote like row actually, the
3: best. <laughs> that's actually an interesting challenge to try and sit in each, every single seat on the coaster once. That'd be cool. I'm. I'm. That might be my goal for 2019. <laughs> nice, New Year's resolution. Sit in every single Coaster's
2: seat. We did hear <laughs> from cast members that there was less than a hundred ticket sales for this event.
0: I wonder well, if it
2: was I think capped that might tell so them far. something. It's actually really. It's, well, it's lower not than a hundred. But yeah, it's like half of that. Yeah, <laughs> It's most more like thirty. Sold. that's interesting but i think I, you're right to me i thought i thought disney fans and if yeah if i had the money and there's people yeah money's no logic whatever let's go you know but i thought we're, there was going to be
3: more people buying this well i think that that kind of speaks to what we're talking about and it and it begs another question of do you think they would have been better off completely just leveling Pixar pier and creating a new, I'm sorry, paradise pier and creating a new Pixar land, like completely from a new origin and not just redressing this pier amusement park that they've got. Do you think they would have been better off doing that for my money? I think yes, because, you know, like I said, they're just kind of tweaking a few existing things, you know, and, and, I think they might have been better off just creating a new land with maybe two or three new attractions and one or two of them being e-ticket or headliner
0: attractions. I agree with you with the exception that I think the logic behind them not leveling Paradise Pier is the fact that they've spent a lot of money in... Creating the World of Color experience. And because of the fact that they can change it from season to season, they can mm-hmm. add new films and they can promote new films and experiences in the park with it. I don't think they want to take away a nighttime experience, especially with how crowded sure. the parks get for parades, for pyro, and all that other stuff. If World of Color didn't exist, it would have made absolute sense for them to level that area and start from scratch. But because of the fact that world of color exists, they had to re theme around it. Like, I honestly think that that's the logic behind it. I agree with that. But I, I, my
3: suggestion kind of presupposed the non-negotiable status of the bay. Like I say, yeah, leave that because world of color is dope. I love it. But everything around it can change, you know, you have got a lot of land around. I mean, that roller coaster is huge. It covers Mm -hmm. a ton of ground and you know, with the types of ride technology that they have at their fingertips, they can make rides that seem a lot more expansive and cover a lot more ground, even if they're in a more contained space. So, I mean, I I think maybe if they wanted to do something fully themed, they should have, leveled what they had i'm kind i don't know i'm kind of on the fence about that idea anyway because i am really really excited about the incredible coaster and i do really really love midway mania i think it's a fantastic attraction but you know it's it's just kind of weird that they're just kind of shoehorning this new theme into it yeah. and it doesn't uh, now, now, listen, I do have total faith in the Imagineers, and once it's all revealed and I walk into it for the first time, I'm sure I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, I take it all back. You did a great job. But <laughs> right now, it just seems like, eh. And maybe it's that Mickey head. Maybe they just, <laughs> I that's think it's the really thing bad that's bad like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the one thing that's holding this whole thing back from working perfectly. It's the one
0: wrinkle left yeah. that they can't iron out. I feel that with the lack of e-ticket attractions at California Adventure, it does need some kind of outdoor coaster like element to it because Big Thunder is one of my favorite attractions at Disneyland proper. And even the Matterhorn, right? But even the Matterhorn, mm-hmm. I don't consider as much of a thrill ride as Big Thunder. I consider mm-hmm. it more of a pain point on my butt when I'm sitting on, in, <laughs> in one of those bobsleds. Because I don't know about you guys, but I don't really consider Midway Mania e-ticket. Really, I love Midway Mania. It's on. I think it's it's on e-ticket. the edge for
3: me. It's on the edge for me. I agree. It, it's not that top tier e-ticket. It's like if there's E1 and E2, it's an E2. Yeah, um, I agree with that. But I mean, what I'm I'm talking about? You know, let's let's totally blue sky it, and let's say we build a building around the the coaster so that now it's an indoor coaster and now it's Wally and it's that space Sold. dance scene called whatever <laughs> you know I mean that's what I'm, t- I'm talking about like give us something that is you know fully th- like like the Tron light cycle coaster but instead Aww. it's Wally and it's they're dancing through space and you're along the ride with them you know stuff like that you know I'm like I said I'm totally on board with the Incredicoaster, and I can't wait to uh, experience it. And I know that it's going to be fantastic. It's not going to feel exactly like California Screaming anymore, like Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't feel like Tower of Terror, but it is still just a roller coaster. And I feel like you know there could have been. I I feel like this was a one of their shorter timelines on a yeah. major project. So I feel yeah. like they're limited in what they're doing and I'm not really sure why they felt the pressure to do this exactly because I feel like California screaming was always popular and never hurting for writers and I feel like uh, Cove Bar was a runaway success because there's a longer wait for that than half the attractions in DCA. So I am a little mystified at why they felt they needed to force this. You know, I mean, ultimately, I am excited to see what they do.
2: I think it was just more because people mostly go to Disneyland and they only go to Radiator Springs or Soarin' and then they go back to Disneyland. You know, so maybe they were hoping that it'll a... Like, for us, I used to go to Midway Mania all the time, but then mm-hmm. sometimes it just felt like, oh, I gotta cross the bridge. You have to go all the way over there to Midway Mania. It's like going to Winnie <laughs> the Pooh, you yeah. know, like Critter right. Critter Country. You're like, um, I'll just go to Sorin, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so maybe that's just their way of driving more foot traffic in that area because yeah. it would cause foot traffic to go to the Incredicoaster Coaster and then those Midway Games, and then hopefully it'll you know, filter out to Paradise Garden Grill, which I think that needs to be redone or they could have took out that, that restaurant and put another attraction,
3: you know, so. Wait, wait, that's on record. That's the first time ever you'd tell them to tear down a restaurant and put an attraction there. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless they
2: start putting better food. I mean, that's one of the places that it's, it's a forgettable place, you know, if it wasn't yeah. for Pixar, Mon- what is it? Pixar. The
0: Pixar Orchestra. There um, it is.
2: So, yeah, besides the Pix Harmonic Orchestra being there, that's like and, you know, the mariachi divas, you know, those are like the only reasons why I really go just to sit down and hang out and listen yeah. to some music. Mm-hmm. But even one of my favorite roller coasters, Goofy Sky School, that's like my favorite because I don't like going to roller coasters at the fair that have been built in one day. It's like I could have that thrill, but no, Disney made it. So it'll be fine. Um, right. I mean, they can do all that whole area.
4: Make it one
2: super long roller coaster and make it a virtual reality kind of experience. So then they could have Pixar overlays every month. (laughs) Oh, yes. Or every time a Pixar movie comes out, there's a new roller coaster. Or every time you you ride, there's a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It could be like, how many Pixar movies are there? That
0: many experiences. Yeah. I think uh, (laughs) my take on it. Is that I think that they changed it because if you think about both parks in general, it was the only area in both parks that didn't have Disney intellectual properties all around it. The boardwalk itself had like the strongman imaging, it had the circus imaging, it had all of the boardwalk imaging that Walt hated. What See, I that's feel they see—that's the he thing, did, though.
3: I don't think he hated that in and of itself, he hated the state of those places. He hated that they were dirty Dirty.
2: Mm -hmm. and
3: unclean. He didn't hate the amusement park aspect of it. He just hated the state of them and the way they were poorly run. What I think they created in Paradise Pier is exactly what he would love because it's like, oh, we can have this be clean, beautiful, and family-friendly all
0: at once. Okay, I can accept that. But with that said, though, it was still non-Disney properties that were plastered all over. And if you're trying to sell Disney merchandise, you can't if you don't have Disney visuals, right? I mean, you can. So do you think they're going to do that with uh, Grizzly Peak then and that whole area? Well, Grizzly Peak has the Brother Bear aspect to it, and now it has like the Russell, like a little bit of that to it. They show up there. But I mean,
3: Grizzly Peak doesn't really...
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Disney Peak might be the next to go. It could be rethemed to something that is more Disney-esque or Pixar-esque. Because ultimately, we've talked about this before, right? How California Adventure is going to lose the quote-unquote California aspect completely the way that it has in past years. And eventually, it's just going to be like Disney's Adventure Park. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to ever call it Marvel anything because they just can't unless that contract changes. But I can see them calling it Disney's Adventure Park. And the sad thing is that Grizzly Peak itself is iconic. Right. Mm -hmm. It, It is one of those landmarks that you can see, you know, from afar. You can see it from the hotels. You can see it from many places in the park, especially the the wilderness trail that's there. I think that's the next to go. I don't see very many people using it. I don't see a lot of kids, which is who it's meant for. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to buy yourself some space, you have that. You don't have much because obviously you have the grand right next to it. You're very limited to what you can do. But I really think that that might be the next area to leave. Well, if they're they're continuing the Pixar
3: overtake of the park, I think – Grizzly Peak is perfect for Brave. I was, and just I think if that. they had a like an escape just from Mordu that. kind of yeah. adventure yeah. where you go up there <laughs> and you're confronted with Mordu kind of like the Yeti in the Matterhorn, where you Ooh, run yeah. into him several times along the way, and it's like trying to get out of the way. I think that could be really cool. They'd have to totally redo the whole sawmill aesthetic of the queue and the lift, but. I'm sure they could get around that quite easily, but yeah, I agree with the red, what is it called? The Redwood wilderness
0: trail. The wilderness trail. Yeah.
3: That's it. I mean, yeah. Doug and, and um, Russell Russell show up there, but I mean, there's really, Oh yeah, that's right. But they don't really, yeah, that whole area all the way around to Soren, there's like no Disney properties in that whole area. And I feel like, grizzly river run and soren are two very successful attractions with you know epic wait times daily and i felt like the california screaming was that way too so i don't know i i guess i i don't feel like they always need to have an ip attached to these things because some of the greatest e-tickets that are near and dear to all of our hearts have nothing to do with you know disney animated movies or pixar animated movies you know Haunted Mansion, Pirates, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Matterhorn. These are all just original ideas created for the theme park. Mm -hmm. And I hope that they will continue to develop rides like that and keep rides like that. Because to me, those are just as important as the rides based off of the films that we know and love. And in many ways, those are the more universal attractions.
1: I've said it once, and I'm gonna say it again. All you have to do is bring out Humphrey the Bear. Just <laughs> bring him out. Just bring him out, and we'll forgive everybody else. Just
2: save some money, Disney. Just right. Character. And
1: he could be like have
0: him cleaning, pick up trash and have overlaid. him do a dance. Yes.
1: <laughs> you could have a little activity with the kids. Teach them how to do this. I mean, that's awesome.
0: Or if they Thank taught you, Humphrey how to do the leaf art. That's of the cast members <laughs> do when they're sweeping up. Right. <laughs> nice. So, wait. Where did we
3: land on the Pixar Pier event? Are any of us buying tickets to this thing? No. It's way no. too expensive. <laughs> oh, we did. Okay. Not. You did? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <That's> not <laughs> <horrible>. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I have to work on Friday nights. I
3: oh,
0: would okay. have. <laughs> nice. nah, I think it's too expensive.
3: So, <laughs> all of this being said, though... If we look forward to a similar preview event happening for Star Wars Land, is there a price point that they would get to that you would not pay for? 300 <laughs> You Oh, so you wouldn't buy a $300 ticket to a Star Wars Land preview? No,
1: that would be my limit.
3: Okay, so it. you'd go up that high. How yeah. high would you go, VJ?
2: For all... And the whole day? The whole entire The whole day?
3: thing's open. Yeah, let's say whole day.
2: Sure. If it was like the cars land experience i had with pixar then i yeah uh, with food too and i would probably pay up if it was just me i'd probably pay up to yeah 300 i was gonna say 500 because it's a whole land yeah they're doing 300 for a pier but obviously like we said earlier cast members have told us it's not even sales haven't even hit a hundred right
1: i would say 300
0: but... 300 would be a good deal oh okay. yeah hazen what do you say i think 300 for the entire land i think 300 would yeah. be good but i think the biggest issue like you guys are saying it's just the price tag for one coaster right now yeah you know it doesn't yeah. seem worth it for just several hours before it becomes available to everybody else it just doesn't seem worth it because the lines that we're going to get for the Incredicoaster are nothing compared to what lines to get into Galaxy's Edge are going to be like when that land finally opens. So for $300 right. to have an opportunity to be there for half a day, you know, four or five hours, I think is absolutely worth it. Get your pictures in, get your blogs in, get the experience in, and then you can step away for a year while everybody else stands in the eight-hour lines. <laughs>
1: Right. I don't know. I think I may be there.
0: <laughs> and still, oh, yeah! It's going to be hard to stay away.
1: I mean, <laughs> I think I would want to be hard. there just to just to take in the atmosphere. I'm not. I'll go on the rides like later, but I would love to see like the little things and stuff. That's yeah. me. I'm sure everybody else is going to want to go on the attractions.
2: See, that's why I would pay the $300 so you could see all those little things, and then I, hopefully it's weeks before it actually opens up. If this ever happens and then once opening day finally hits do uh ride every attraction in Disneyland you know as possible <laughs> you know cuz yeah it's it's going to be a ghost town <laughs> it's going to be at capacity but all everybody's going to be on top of each other in star or what is it uh, galaxy's, galaxy's edge galaxy's edge yeah you, you know that's be okay. like what i could go on big thunder mountain how many
1: times stay <laughs> <What>? on sir
2: <laughs> you peter got pan's
1: it. a walk on
2: <laughs> i know right? Could you
3: imagine Peter Pan being a walk-on?
1: I, I know. I know. Just I the possibilities.
3: There are <laughs> some attractions that, no, Peter Pan's always going to have a line. I don't care. I don't know. Let's all the, all those dream. toddlers don't care about Star Wars Land.
0: Uh, but their parents uh, do. Uh, I don't know. I know the parents do. Oh, yes. But their parents maybe. do.
1: The grandparents and the parents. They'll uh, go. I wonder
2: if their people are going to be buying tickets, say it's a family vacation, and they have no idea that Star Wars Land is opening and then they buy it for that opening week. I wonder if ticket agents are actually going to be telling them, like, okay, just to let you know. <laughs> they should. They you know, definitely Just as a should. fair warning. Because, you know, you know we're going to get tweets on, oh, parking structure is closed. And it was only open for a half hour. Because people were lining up at 5 a.m. to go to the parking structure. And then it closes. You know? Toy Story is full. You're going to have to go to Angel Stadium.
0: That's going go to be an Uber day. For reals. Even
2: we just Uber. walk. Oh, right. Hopefully, yeah. We're just all going to park at Melissa's that's, house. We're going to park that's at That's our Joe's. goal, too.
3: That's our goal, too. There Walking go. distance. <laughs>
2: we also thought about that. How about if we just rode bicycles? But then is there a bike rack? I don't know. I, don't
3: I think was thinking there. about that, too. They I should think, have yes, bike there racks.
1: There, I think there is on the right-hand side by the kennel. There is? I think I see some. Mm. I think I see some on that side. That would yeah. be
0: awesome. I would totally bike to
3: Disneyland. I think there
1: is.
0: Well, there you go. Now we have an assignment to verify for ourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or if anyone knows, they could tell us. Or if Boom, somebody there. knows, they can tell
0: <laughs> us. Yeah. All right, guys. Anything else before we wrap this up for this week? We have to give a shout
2: out to our friend and listener, Ricky. Because why, Hazen? Would it be right? He
0: left a review on iTunes for us this last week. Awesome.
1: Sweet. Thank you. He listens Thanks,
3: every Ricky. Wednesday.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, so thank you, Ricky, very much. One, for listening, and two, for leaving us an awesome review on iTunes. It really helps us out. You know, people don't think that it does, but it does. It increases the visibility of the podcast to other people. So we know we've told you in the past to come into your people's phones and subscribe them in the podcast (laughs) app. But, you know, if you don't want to, you know, go rogue like that then you know just leave a review on itunes <laughs> or whatever podcast app you love if you're using google play music or spotify whatever the case is leave us a review uh we really appreciate it and we really appreciate the kind words ricky so yeah
1: what up yeah <laughs> much appreciated ricky thank you
0: before we close up for this week i just want to remind you guys that Tears is brought to you by listeners just like all of you We like to call those listeners our podcast fairy godparents, but they like to call themselves the FGP squad. And for as little as $1 a month, you can be a member of the FGP squad, which will gain you access to uh, other episodes that we post. You know, we sometimes do episodes that are way too long and we do the additional content for the FGP squad. Sometimes we record entire episodes that have nothing to do with what we talked about And we post them for the FGP squad. And we are planning on doing more exclusive content for our fairy godparents on Patreon in the future. Uh, But if you sign up for at least a $5 contribution monthly, you also get the exclusive fairy godparent button as a thank you for your support. So to everyone that is supporting us and is a fairy godparent, thank you very much. We truly appreciate it. Another great way to support the podcast is if you shop on Amazon, start that journey by going to podcasterscom Amazon. Click on the big Amazon button that you're going to see on that page. It's ridiculously large for what it does because all it does is it takes you to Amazon using our special link and we get a small commission from Amazon as a thank you because you took the time to click a couple extra times, purchase through our link, And to everyone that's going through that process, we appreciate that added support as well. Uh, Remember that we are officially signed up for the Chalk Walk this year, which happens in August. If you want to be a part of Team Boat Willie and help us make a difference for the Children's Hospital of Orange County, head over to TeamBoatWilly.com. That's T-E-A-M-B-O-A-T-W-I-L-L-I-E.com. And you'll see some information about the team there, some of the stuff that we've participated in, and a link to either become a member of Team Boat Willie and help raise the money. Or you can just make a donation if you are unable to join us in the park. You can't be there for the Chalk Walk, but you'd like to contribute. Another great way to help us out is tweet out that link, repost it on Facebook, tell your friends about it. Word of mouth is the best way to help us raise money. We are aiming to raise $5,000 this year, which will just be over what we were able to raise last year for the Children's Hospital of Orange County. So if you can help us out or would like to help us uh, spread the word, please do so. We would appreciate that. Uh, That's it, guys. Time for. I want. You know, I keep wanting to say beer and tacos, but in my current, still recuperating state, I really can't have beer and tacos. I mean, I can have tacos, (laughs) but not beer. It hurts in more ways than one. You need to have some chicken noodle soup. I I should have chicken soup, but it's not as tasty as having uh, beer and tacos.
3: Well, few things are, but. You gotta have the soup to get to the
0: tacos. That's true. I do have to have that. Uh, All right, s- chicken fine. Chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> I will have <laughs> to go. go get myself some chicken soup. <laughs> so, until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. Ta-ta for now.